I want you guys to remember a name. The name is Representative Maxwell Alejandro Frost. He's a young man. I think he's 25 or 26 years old. He won. He's in Congress. And, you know, the immigration debate is going on in committee right now where we have somebody like Colin Allred who voted against the president to uh, to claim that the borders are open. He voted along with Republicans, one of three Texan Texas legislators who did. And I think 11 or so uh, Democrats who did complete, complete cowardly act. Now, that said. I want you to listen to Maxwell, how he actually caters the immigration debate, and then we'll take it on the other side. Republican politicians have no plan to address the real issues of this country, low wages, high prices, etc. Their leaders at the highest levels have dipped into the fascist playbook to blame communities and to blame minorities and to blame immigrants for the issues that Americans are facing. And these days, the more fear you can stoke, the better. I mean, one of my colleagues, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has called immigrants terrorists. Uh, and many on the right take their uh, cues from their top leader, former President Donald Trump. From 2015 to just this past Monday night in Iowa, he has used fear and racism to spread false narratives. He said that immigrants are, quote, poisoning the blood of our country, end quote, echoing the same language used by Hitler to describe Jewish people. Mr. Beer, why is it grossly incorrect to paint immigrants as criminals? And why is this rhetoric not only false, but dangerous? Look, U.S. Census Bureau data is quite clear. Uh, immigrants are about half as likely to be incarcerated in the United States as others. Uh, if you look at the illegal immigrant population as, as we have at the Cato Institute, it's uh, it, again, it's about 30 percent less. And that includes all the people that we're putting in, in, in cages just because they're immigrants. So it's, it's not true that they're more likely to uh, end up in our criminal justice system, burdening our courts and our police. Um, and, and also, if you look at area studies that look at what happens to crime rates when uh, an infusion of immigrants comes in, We've seen during the 1990s, especially when you had this huge wave, far exceeding anything that's happened recently, uh, of immigrants come into major cities. They, there was this rebirth in the economy in those areas. They mm -hmm. started businesses. They rejuvenated the communities, filled vacant housing, and that brought crime rates down as well. So there yeah. are multiple mechanisms by which immigrants reduce crime and, in and make for a more secure community. Of course. Thank you. Mr. Beer, are you familiar with stochastic terrorism? Stochastic terrorism is to provoke random acts of ideological motivated violence that are statistically predictable. Last year, a gunman murdered 23 people and injured another 22 in El Paso, Texas, using the same rhetoric of invasion and the great replacement theory that we hear from Donald Trump and many leaders on the right. Mr. Beer, what's the point of stoking this type of hate towards immigrants? Look, there's there's only two reasons why you use the word invasion. The first is you want to justify violence against them. Otherwise, you'd say it's a violation of the law. It's illegal. You, you want a law enforcement response. Uh, invasion calls for a military violent response to these people. The second reason is to uh, invoke invasion under the constitutional clauses in which that is used. There's two. One, states can respond to an invasion unilaterally. 
Um, we know what an invasion under the Constitution means. James Madison said an invasion is an act of war. So we know what an, a real invasion is. We know the difference between mm -hmm. people coming to serve us and so, work for us versus a, an act of war. So this language fuels a lot of these hate, hateful, violent acts we've seen. Oh, absolutely. So I just hosted a roundtable in my district because my constituents are terrified about the talk that's going on up here. An amazing community leader and pastor, Father Jose, brought up a really good point that migrants don't just want to come here. We told them to come here. And Mr. Beer, the Statue of Liberty, situated next to Ellis Island, an iconic American symbol reads, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempted toss to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. To my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, let's be honest with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them. Don't Welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. If you keep pushing your bigoted HR2 bill, then also pass this bill. I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you. It removes the Statue of Liberty, our largest symbol that tells people to come here. This is who you are, removing the fabric of America. So I want to know which Republican who supports and voted for HR2 will introduce this bill. If you're going to support HR2 and these bigoted measures, the least you can do is not be a damn liar. As Americans, we must reject hypocrisy and lead with love. And as long as Republican officials are more interested in peddling hate, the solutions and, uh, to fixing this problem in our immigration system will only get worse. Thank you. I yield back. Someone yields. I just want to take a minute to... Um tell you, I appreciate, Mr. Holman, you pointed out that the uh, cages were there during the Obama administration. And, and if it that is what I like with young Congress people like uh, uh, Maxwell Frost. That is what I like uh, with Congress, uh, strong Congress women like Jasmine Crockett. They are fearless in telling a truth too few refused to throw it out there as far as what America represents. Frost did a great job in putting this out, and many on the right should be embarrassed no matter what they try or how they try to cloak it. They should be ashamed. And I think Frost did the perfect job in illustrating things the way they are. We are a country of immigrants. We have a lot to atone for. We should start now. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.